Welcome to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur show with me, Brenda Hector. I'm a business growth specialist helping business owners to develop themselves and grow their businesses so they can achieve their goals and enjoy the lifestyle they dream of. I'm also on a mission to revolutionize the entrepreneurial landscape for women in business. In every podcast episode, I interview someone who has an inspiring story or some great advice for women aiming to start or scale their businesses. If you're new to the show, take a moment to subscribe and please check out the previous ones after listening to this. We've got an awesome community on Facebook. Just search for Scale Her Up and join in. I'm absolutely delighted to have the lovely Nicola Davidson from Optimal, founder of the Success Formula Academy, to join me on the Scale Her Up podcast today. Welcome, Nicola. Hi, Brenda. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you very much for joining me today. The pair of us are all in a similar position in terms of our business aimed at helping other businesses to, to grow. So when I met you, Nicola, it was I really felt that we were aligned on the same or very similar mission. So it's great to have you here on the podcast. Would you like to just introduce yourself and your story, how you got into business uh, for the listeners? I am what you would call a typical mummy juggler. So I've got two kids that I'm trying to raise while running my business and my networking group and my academy that I'm launching. And it is hectic, but um, that's the way I like it. I grew up on a farm and I've got four siblings, so there's quite a lot of us. And I guess work hard, play hard was our mantra. So my parents, they kind of taught us to be resourceful and positive and have fun. So I credit a lot of what I do to them. Uh, Career-wise, I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do when I left school, um, except I wanted to go to university, which I loved. And I had part-time jobs from a young age and landed my first full-time job in an oil and gas company in Aberdeen. Quickly got promoted into like an operational role and then just it just went from there really. I, I worked in a few different size companies and roles and I always felt like I could progress those roles because I'm quite an ambitious person. So I enjoyed that. You know, I, I loved the challenge. I loved the variety of people and the range of work. What I didn't love over the years was the culture. You know, there's so many people are overworked and undervalued and made to put work before their families and during um i did quite a lot of training courses and during uh, some management and leadership training courses courses that i was on it was the idea starting my business kind of came from that because i was sitting in this room surrounded by these managers and business owners who were really struggling and i just found myself thinking i could really help you you know i was already often supporting other departments and mentoring colleagues and i loved doing that so I guess after I had my second child, I just decided to go for it and Optimal was born. That's fantastic. I think from all the conversations that I've had with lots of lots of female entrepreneurs, culture is a big reason why people leave a corporate role or a, a, an employed role and go and sit up on their own. The, the culture of what I do now, that's definitely something that attracted me to it. So mm-hmm. how are you creating your own culture? It's really important to me that um, I, you know, I've got people I collaborate with and I've got all my clients. Um, it's really important that I am trying to set an example and work with people that inspire me and 
allow me to be who I am and, and work around my work-life balance and then encourage them to do the same. So I feel like anybody that, that comes in and works with me in, in Optimal, um, I really want to get to know them. I really want them to feel part of the family and I really want to help them embrace who they are and what they're trying to achieve. And I feel like from what I've learned in previous jobs, you know, th that's quite difficult to do if you're in a big company or it's or you're competing against other people or, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just feel like if you can if you're allowed to be yourself and you can work with people that really inspire you, then it's quite a good position to be in, really. That's great. Is it about being able to develop yourself? Is it about people development, the, the people in your team and the, and the people that you're working with, your customers? I think I think that's a huge part of it. Optimal is really about helping the people behind the business organize, basically organize the crap out of their business. So, you know, you're looking at planning, process, and mentoring, team engagement, things like that. But you're also trying to help them see that there's more to life than work. And you're also trying to help them um, be okay with not being able to wear every hat in their business or not being able to have the answers for everybody or having bad days. And I guess what's grown from that is then that I, I really enjoy working with the individuals. So it's not just the business side that I enjoy. I really enjoy getting to know people, getting to know their journeys, getting to know their kind of what they've overcome and what they've achieved. And just, it's, it's just, it's a really exciting part of what I do. I've just, I've written myself a couple of notes there. There's more to life than work. Are you listening, everyone? There's more to life than work. Quote from Nicola Davidson there. Um, and it's okay to not to have all the answers. That, that's a really, really liberating thing once you realise that it's okay if I don't have all the answers now, isn't it? Well, I just find, like, especially working with startups or even com companies that are established, you know, they don't go into business to be able to do the HR and the finance and the process, you know, they do it because they're passionate about something. And I, I know myself from my own business that there's elements of it that I love and there's elements that I'm, you know, hazier about or struggle with a bit more. So being able to talk to somebody else about it or get support out with your own self and your own business, I think is things really important. And, and we're really hard on ourselves. We're, we're really, really hard on ourselves. So I think if we can except that you know we, we can't be perfect to everything we can't be we, we can't just have everything lean on us and not eventually fall down so yeah it's it's a, it's a it's important learning curve i think absolutely what have been what have been your biggest successes in business so far then nicola i'd say well my business optimal is actually celebrating its fifth year um this year so i feel like that's a success in itself that is a big success because you know, the statistics show that um, only one in five businesses get to their fifth birthday. So congratulations. Well done. Oh, thank you very much. I'd say another success is that I've kind of managed to overcome burnout, which was a horrendous stage of my life. Um, and it's been a, a, a fair learning curve in itself. Um, but it's on the upside. It's helped me then start creating this academy that I'm building off the back of it and I feel like I feel like every step that I take in the right direction is an, a success in its own right really. 
Yeah, it's it's all about all the small the small wins as well as the big wins, isn't it? Every step forward is a is a win. Would you mind Would you mind telling us a bit about the burnout then, Nicola? What What happened there? How How did that come about? How did you realise that you couldn't couldn't continue as as you were? Um, I say I say good old COVID had a big part to play, but it started. I feel like it started before then. I I kind of locked down round one. I was thriving. I was helping everyone get through it, you know, trying to be this like a bundle of positivity and support. But the start of lockdown round two, I just completely burnt myself out and it had been it had been coming for a long time. I was just spreading myself so thin. I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a sucker for a sob story. I just, I hate seeing people down and I hate seeing people struggle. So I kind of forgot my own self and just, yeah, spread myself so thin that I broke really. Um, you know, I'm one of these uh, annoyingly perky kind of characters and yet like burnout, it just became this person I didn't even recognise. It affected my relationships, my my kids, my work. Um, you know, I could barely string an email together and I'm and I was somebody that that kind of prided myself in being this crazy multitasker who was in every committee and then, you know, supporting every person um, they could, they could, and I, I, it just terrified me. Actually, it, it was, it was really scary, and it took months and months and actual therapy, like to get better. And I haven't told a lot of people that I went to therapy, but for some reason, Brenda, I kind of feel like it's important to share that now. But you know, long story short, um, during that kind of recovery, I spent a lot of time looking into work-life balance, into into self-care and what success actually means, you know, into figuring out who I actually am and what I actually want out of life. And I realized that most of the people I work with and those around me, you know, they're kind of stuck in the stalemate of just being busy and burning themselves out. And, and I don't want that for anyone. I, you know, I don't want people to have to go through what I went through. Um, and so the Academy was born and I'm launching it on the 1st of July. So, you know, silver linings. <laughs> it's fantastic. We'll talk about the Academy in a minute. Um, I just just want to talk about the, the burnout. Thank you very much for opening up and, you know, talking about the therapy because there obviously there's uh, there's quite a lot of um, stigma around around yeah. what people see as, you know, sort of mental health issues and whatever. And, you know, knowing that, being out there and open about the benefits that therapy had um, is going to be helpful to anyone listening who's, you know, th- thinking that they, they need to do something. If that's the thing that's going to help them to reach out and get some therapy, then, uh, you know, well done you for for telling people about it. Um, as well as the therapy, what did you do? You know, what were the things that you did to help you overcome you know, what, if somebody's listening and thinking, I'm feeling burnt out, what would you advise them to, how, how could they get, get through that like you have? I mean, I, I think the first step is actually realising you're burnt out because there's a lot of people that are just, have just come to accept the fact that they feel exhausted all the time or they've got brain fog or they feel disconnected from everyone. But, you know, if you can look back to who you were before that, you know, and realize actually I'm not okay. You know, you you need to kind of let people know that you're not doing okay and that you're struggling. And then you need to really just switch off from everything. Like I, I felt awful. I felt like I was letting my customers down. I was letting my family down. 
I just wasn't being myself. And and you're so hard on yourself, but you kind of have to remove yourself from that and realize, look, no, I'm not right just now. And I need to kind of build myself back up, whether that's time away, speaking to someone, um, focusing on your self-care. Like I, I, I slept a lot. I, I read a lot of like escapism books. I watched random TV. I did more, more like exercise, just really switched my brain off which is unheard of because it's normally going 100 miles an hour so you just had to really close yourself in a bubble and sort of say to people I'm sorry I'm not going to be me just let me sort myself out and then gradually gradually I just felt it kind of lift and I just felt like I could let people back in and then and just start enjoying things again and yeah it's it's some journey but being able to kind of recognise that you, you need to do something about it is probably the biggest step. I'm, I'm really so, yeah, so grateful for you to share that, Nicola, because that the fact that it's a journey and that you you have to kind of bubble yourself away and look after you and then and then come out again. I've, I've got this image of a caterpillar and a butterfly in my head there as you're, <laughs> as you, I'm, I'm as I'm trying to articulate what I'm thinking here uh, from what you've said. So, yeah, that's really, really good to share, to share that. So born from that is the desire that no one else has to go through what, what you've been through or that you can help people get through it. I should think that there's it's quite common amongst the mummy jugglers, as you, you described yourself and as I understand, is your is your target market market the mummy jugglers, and a lot of those are amongst my listeners. So you're in the right place to tell us about it. You've launched the the academy. So what's the or you're about to launch the academy? Tell us about the academy and what how that's going to help. Um. Well, the academy is all about my business is all about helping people with their businesses. My academy is all about helping you with you. Um. And I feel like a lot of the time. We don't focus on ourselves. We don't really listen to our bodies when we're run down. We don't really listen to our heads when we're overthinking. We don't, you know, we don't really, we just kind of live in the now and we sleepwalk through life. And I want to kind of help people wake up a bit. I want people to be able to embrace who they are and figure out what they want, understand what matters, you know, really visualize the future and who they want to be. And then help give them the tools to get there. Um, I'm effectively a huge geek, so I've like lots of planning tools and like habits and and materials to kind of help you then create this like your own version of success. Really is so. Yeah, it's it's I I, I feel really really passionate about this and I. And all the the courses and, and things that I've piloted with with my groups and things have just the feedback has been fantastic. So I just I kind of just want to get out there and start helping as much people as I can. So how will it be delivered? Is it um, a self serve course or is it a, a regular meeting or how how will it ha- happen? Oh Brenda, I just like to do everything. So um, the academy that I'm launching in July is the online version. So it's self self paced masterclasses that I take you through the steps, and you can do as much or as little as you're up for. And then I'm going to be having group group sessions. We're going to be doing um, face to face events, and eventually I I want to do retreats. So 
uh, sky's the limit. There's there's just as many ways as I can get out and help people. I'm I'm probably going to try and do. Fantastic. So tell me about the people that have come through your your test phase. What changes have they have you been able to to bring about for them in their lives? The success stories, if you like. Um, I think one of the biggest factors is like a change in mindset and self belief. Um, the the ones that I've kind of I've trialed this on, you know, they, they come from all walks of life, you know, some quite early in their careers, some quite far on, some, you know, having a break to have kids, some, um, you know, have kind of lost their way a wee bit. And I just felt collectively, we just went on this journey together. And it was really powerful because, you know, there was, there was one girl who, because I mean, we did them, we did them online and there was one girl who wouldn't even switch her camera on at the beginning. And by the end, you know, she was highly involved and she was, you know, really involved in like telling us, sharing what she was going through and everything. And I just, for me, that was a total win. It's just seeing the transformation in someone. And, you know, we we still speak quite regularly now. And, you know, they're all telling me all the little, the little changes they've made in their lives and the big impacts. And one of them actually has been helping me in the background with the academy because she got so bought into it. And I just I just feel really overwhelmed by that. So yeah, it's fantastic actually. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, talking about the person who's been um, helping you there with the academy, my uh, my next question is about who are your biggest supporters in your business? Um, <laughs> who's who's helped you over the last five years, and then obviously through this this exciting phase that you're going through just now. Um, I've got a I've got a, a warrior group. Um, Unleash your workload warrior and it started as a boot camp and it just kind of grew from there because a lot of people just really were looking for something to buy into and to get motivated by so I feel really inspired by them because they've you know a lot of them have shared their journey with me and they've really boosted my belief in myself so for that I'm I'm forever grateful my clients are are really supportive I'd say it was my dad who gave me the first kick up the ass I needed um, when I was procrastinating and putting off starting my business. So he he kind of sorted me out. So my family's really good for that. And uh, recently, I'd say actually my husband, who probably didn't really get it for a long time, but now is really supportive and really, really help helping me kind of improve my work-life balance. So yeah, yeah, I feel really, really lucky with the support network I have. That's that's brilliant. Um, I'm loving that little bit about your husband there, though. That he didn't he d- didn't really get it, but he has now. What do you think? What do you think's turned him around then? Quite a lot of things, you know. My, my burnout put a lot of pressure on us, and I think like really really open communication and has really improved that. And just I think him just seeing my passion for it because. You know, I'll, I'll, I'd work day and night to build this, but obviously then you don't sleep and you don't see your family and eat and blah, blah, blah. But, but he kind of gets it now. It's not just, oh, here's, here's the wife's little side hustle. This is like something that she's hoping is going to change lives. So, yeah, I feel, I feel really lucky that, that he is as supportive as he is. That's great because um, I know that there are, there are many women in business who are somewhere along that scale of, their partner is totally on board and supporting them and um, at the other end, no, not really interested yeah. in, in, in what she's doing. So it's good to know that, there, that, that, that there's a movement there as well. 
you know, that he can come from from one side to the other. And uh, yeah, there's there's been this hard phase that you've gone through, you as an individual and as a, your your family and, and whatever to get through that burnout. But at the other side, there's a whole lot stronger relationships. Is that right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. So, Nicola, you're working with um, mostly female entrepreneurs. I I work with both um I think I I really like working with with both um quite often it's a husband and wife dynamic in some of the some of my clients I I just really vibe off people Uh so but I think I think you're always going to have a stronger empathy for someone similar to you or someone you know somebody else that's who's also trying to raise a young family or somebody else who's also been through the struggle and things and I think you just gain that connection so I find like like you say the mummy jugglers is just my instant go-to because they're the people that I see going through what I went through and I want to try and help them turn it around yeah yeah and you know you're putting your story out there and sharing the challenges that you've had and the the customers that need that will will gravitate towards you won't they and I guess that's that's what's that's what's going to happen with with your academy in terms of women in business, now we know that the statistics are not good. We're nowhere near 50-50 when we think about the um, gender balance in uh, entrepreneurship and uh, scaling, scaling businesses. What do, you think, what do you think we can do to make a difference to that statistics? I, I think we really need to stop comparing ourselves to everybody else. You know, we, we should be celebrating our individuality and uniqueness. And you know, instead of a judge, we can we're really bad for judging each other. Whereas we should be embracing the difference and bringing out the best in each other. Um, you know, you're, you're speaking about equality, and I feel like there has been a, there has been a shift. But until we as women can look at other successful women or other women that are struggling and and see the good and support them on that climb upwards, then then I think it's really hard to make that shift. So. I just think it's I just think it's something we need to work on as individuals and by supporting each other. Something I really struggle with is the fact that not everybody's going to like you. You know, I'm a, I'm a complete people pleaser. When I've come now to realise not everybody's going to like you, but that's okay. You know, the the weight of pressure and expectation that comes off it's the relief is amazing. So I think of instead of looking at oh that person's got their got their shit together and I don't. You just you you see oh, why wow, look at the, what they're doing well, and try and take some inspiration from that. So I think I think it, I think it's a bit of a mindset. Sorry, a bit of a mindset shift. Uh, I couldn't agree more, Nicola. They, um, there, there's a blog half written in my computer <laughs> about um, comparing ourselves to others. So uh, you may be just giving me the boot up the backside to get that. <laughs> um, to get finished writing that but yeah there's no point comparing yourself to other people because you don't you don't know the whole story either you know it, it actually hurts to see so many women lacking confidence and struggling with their anxiety and apologizing for who they are so yeah we we, we definitely need to be supporting each other more and being kind because like like just like you said you know you don't know what journey they're on or if they're having a good day or bad day or what they've been through so yeah, absolutely. So the journey that you've been on, the five years that you've been you've been in business, would you do it all over again? Oh hell yeah. 
maybe with some tweaks along the way, but um, that's probably because I'm a serial improver. Yeah, I've loved, I've, I've loved it. I, I love, I've loved my career throughout. There's been a lot of things, lots of ups and downs, but no, I've loved the journey, and uh, I feel really, really blessed. That I get to have my own business. I get to choose who I work with. I get to set the kind of standards that I want to set, and and just continue to learn. It's great. Brilliant. Yeah. So for anyone listening, yeah, even though it's hard, even though we go through the painful periods in the in in our journey as an entrepreneur yeah there's not many of us that would uh, wouldn't do it again so that's brilliant to hear so the last question that I usually ask most of my guests and as you tell me that you're a regular listener you maybe maybe know what's coming is there anything that I should have asked you Nicola that I haven't asked oh I knew you were gonna ask me this I don't I don't think so I think I've had to kind of I really like being the one asking the questions. <laughs> so I'm not used to being in this position. So I think if I had been interviewing you, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd probably been on for ages because I just want to know everything. So no, I, I think I think your structure and how you do it is great. So keep up the good work, Brenda. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I know what you mean. Um, it's quite uncomfortable when you're on the other side of the mic. I've done it myself a couple of months ago. So yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, I, I've just remembered actually the thing to ask is when does the academy launch? Ooh, um, it officially launches on the first of July, which just happens to be Optimal's fifth birthday. You know, might as well celebrate the two things together. And um, yeah, I'm throwing a big launch party, um, a, a face-to-face event in Turriff. So if anybody's in the area, I can share the link. Yeah, we'll just see what happens from there. So we will share the share the details in the show notes so you'll be able to um, find out more about Nicola's awesome endeavour, the Success Formula Academy, and uh, and sign up there. So thank you very much for, for coming on as a guest, Nicola. really appreciate you taking the time to uh, join me today. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for being being on the show. Oh no, thank you so much. This is this has actually been my first ever podcast. So thank you for being so kind and inviting me on and um being gentle with me. It's been much appreciated. I've really enjoyed talking to you, Nicola. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur's show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And please join our Facebook community at Scale Her Up. Please connect with me, Brenda Hector, on social media and drop me a message to let me know you're enjoying the podcast. Or even better, pop a wee review on iTunes. I'm going to finish by reminding you, only one in three UK entrepreneurs are female and men are five times more likely to scale their business to over one million in turnover than women. If we started and scaled our businesses to the same extent as men, it would add $250 to the UK economy and provide millions of jobs. Ladies, you can do it and we're going to make a massive difference.